Tarev Shabbos to everybody. The topic of our discussion today, Bezer Hashem, now is the union of Shabbos Kodesh. Um, I have prepared Bezer Hashem a drosha on Shabbos which I spoke many times in the seminars. I think it's number 35 of the seminar. I think it's uh, 35 times that I said over this drosha. <laughs> I, uh, I'm able and I'm excited enough about the Divriterian, which essentially is not mine, to repeat everything over again, the same words. But in respect to most of the audience that heard it already, I will today, Vesar Hashem, repeat the overall message, the Kitzer, the first 15-20 minutes. And I will today try, Vesar Hashem, to give um, a little insight of the idea. The base of the idea is a drasha which I heard from Rabbi Victor Miller. The Chazal tell us, Tishabov Shacholi is Bishabbos. And the question is, what happened to the Tisha B'Av? Tisha B'Av, as we mentioned this morning, a moment of light, a shine of or in Jewish life. When Am Yisrael live at least one day a year, with the emes, with the truth. When we are disattached from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we are disattached from, our, from the core of our life. The Goyen, when the Goyen says that the Chorban Beis Hamikdosh, by simple definition for the Jewish people, was Mise, was a death. And the explanation is because what does it mean, Achman al-Than, to die? When, when, a, when someone dies, has v'sholim, it does, he doesn't disintegrate. It's a disattachment from the guf to the neshama. The neshama goes up to heaven, and the guf remains without a neshama. And, Chorben Beis HaMikdash, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, was our neshama. When the Beis HaMikdash was standing, the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu was within us, was like the neshama within the guf, Chazal tell us on the Pasik, Hashem, Yisrael. And Chorim Beis Hamikdash was, in simple language, Histalkus Hakadosh Baruch Hu left us. And left us as a goof mess. Without life. In comparison, of course, to what was before. And this realization, that we are actually without the Shekhinah within us. The essence of our life, the quality of our life, the accomplishment that we can accomplish in Olam Haba, receiving Olam Haba in Yitzchiyas, that we can today in comparison if we would have a Beis Amikdosh, is the difference between life and death. So let us come back to our point because it's not our discussion, we are discussing this moment. What happens in Shabbos Kodesh? 
When we are Yisrael, we have one day a year that we realize, and as we mentioned before, our yearning to our Kodesh Baruch gives us little sparks of light. That we yearn for those greatness of once. And all of a sudden, Shabbos Kodesh comes. What happened to the Chorban? If you happen to live in Yerushalayim, and on this Shabbos, which was just a few days ago, you take a little walk, and the Kaisen Rabbi is still standing without the Beis HaMikdash. And the answer is, because Shabbos Kodesh is Beis HaMikdash. Shabbos Kodesh is a Beis HaMikdash. When Shabbos Kodesh enters, we say, Ufrois Oleinu Sukkas Shleimech. Shabbos Kodesh is a sukkah, it's a canopy of Sholem. Sholem, Rishmoishla Kodesh Baruchu. Shabbos Kodesh, we actually live in a quality of life as Beis HaMikdash. And therefore, Shabbos Kodesh has many, many halachas and many qualities which are very in liking to the Beis HaMikdash. First of all, the severity of Shabbos Kodesh. There is no mitzvah in the Torah that is so delicate and so severe as Shabbos Kodesh. When a person, Rahman al-Aslan, steals, he's not high of Misa. If a person burns a safe Torah, he's not high of Misa. If a person kills, and he's already high of capital punishment. It doesn't have the severity of Chil Shabbos. Chil Shabbos is the most severe punishment that we have in our Torah. Skila. Which is in comparison to Avodah Zerah. Which complete this attachment of, of the Yisaitis of Yiddishkeit. And this is the first question that many of us ask. What? Why is the mitzvah of Shabbos over all other mitzvahs in the Torah so severe? And secondly, how delicate this mitzvah is. For the smallest, most trifle kill Shabbos, the worst and the most severe of punishments. What does a person have to do in order to be chayv misa for Shabbos? Take a little, take, take the cream off the milk, flip a switch, Strike a match. There's no mitzvah in the Torah with such a, for such a delicate misdeed, such severe capital punishment. And this is a mystery. And the answer is, there's one more place where you find something of this light in the Beis HaMikdush. And Chazal tell us, really, Am Yisrael, in the end of Parshas Kairach, came to Meshur Rabbeinu, and they said, Kol ha'im They came to us, hey, we're, we're dying. We're living within a base. They, they, were, they were in the, in the Midbar. The Mishkan was within them. It wasn't like in Eretz Israel that Am Yisrael was dispersed all over, Eretz, all over Eretz Israel. We have the Mishkan within us. And for the most delicate, we, we're dying. In the Beis HaMikdash, when we learn in Masechtes Zvachim, you find also this light that the, how should I say, the average punishment of, of Chilul Kodesh 
unlike any other corner of the Torah, is Chiv Misen. Azar, someone who's not a Koyan, girds himself to do the avoided Bekedusha of a tyrant with the most beautiful Machshavas. This cleanse of thoughts. Hazar HaKorath Yumas. And if you're a Koyan, and you put on the Big Day Kuhuna, and Chazal tell us, Murushalim, if it's a little, not exact, fit, it's a little too long, Psulim, and it's high Mis. Misulakim, Psulim. Is that dirty? I always try to imagine, the brisket Talmidim, how they, what they did in the base of Midrash. When they look at an esrig, you know, you have a little, the, the, you ever see five people wondering with the esrig, is it's a black pentala or it's a brown pentala? Now what does it mean a dirty, a big decoy, it was snow white, instead of the smallest, the smallest black speck is a, is puzzle in the Zechiv Misa. If it's dirty, it's puzzle. And the Gemara has a suffix that is a loch of chatzitza. And the Gemara has a suffix, avir chatzitza is a big day kohuna. That maybe if there's a little air, could you imagine? little air, avir. It wasn't exact, 100% beautiful fit. It's possible. And it's chayv misa. And that was in everyday avodah by Samigdosh. And when the Kohen God went to the Kodesh HaKadoshim, Chazal tell us that he went in with a rope tied around his waist. Because chances are, for the smallest machshava, which is not 100% appropriate for this Kedusha, then he'll remain and have to pull him out. And here also you find this delicate, this delicate situation, the most severe of punishments for the smallest misdeed. And the answer is because Shabbos and Beis HaMikdosh are the heart and the brain of the creation. When you make an open heart operation, if the operation in the brain, we know that it has to be under microscope. Because the smallest, the smallest flaw, the smallest mistake is fake. Shabbos Kodesh and Beis HaMikdosh. Beis HaMikdosh is the heart of the creation. The world was created, may even Hashishia, just like the heart pumps life into all the world. The Beis HaMikdosh pumps life into all the world. And even physically, Chazal tell us, the Shleim HaMelech said, Notati li eitz kol peri. Shleim HaMelech said, I planted in Yerushalayim every fruit. And Rashi in Kehillah says, how could you plant in Yerushalayim every fruit? Coconuts can't grow in Yerushalayim. There are some fruits that can only grow in India. Some fruits could only grow in Africa. And Rashi Shirish and Rashi Kehillah brings it that there are veins, veins in the ground that go out from Yerushalayim all over the world. If you can plant a fruit in Africa, because there's a, it gets a, its vein, it gets its life from Yerushalayim. And Shleim HaMelech with his Chochmah was able to catch that vein in Yerushalayim and he planted every fruit of the whole world in Yerushalayim. Which by definition is the heart, the mind, the, the brain. Yerushalayim was, is the heart of all creation. And therefore, everything that was done in Yerushalayim was like an open heart, heart surgery. And therefore, it had to be exact, precise to the hundred of the millimeter. And the smallest misdeed is fake. And the same is true for Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos Kodesh is the heart that pumps life. It's called Me'en Habrochis. Mayon, the fountain of blessings. And if you notice, every great day that we have in Judaism, 
usually has a special Shabbos preceding it. If we have a, if we have a Pesach, you have a Shabbos Hagadol. If you have a Yom Kippur, you have a Shabbos Shuvah. If you have a Chasne, you have a Oifruf. If you have a Shachanaket, it is a Shabbos Chanaket. Every great day has a Shabbos. Because Pesach gets its Kedusha from the Shabbos preceding it. Yom Kippur gets its Kedusha from its Shabbos. The Chosen gets from his Oifruf. Because the Mayon, the heart that pumps blood, lifeblood into every Kedusha is all from Shabbos Kodesh. And Shabbos Kodesh is the heart, the Mayon, the fountain of all life. And therefore Shabbos Kodesh is the heart, and the heart is the Mokka Mishkon, the Beis HaMikdosh, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyochel is sharing his Shechina. And that is where the delicacy of Shabbos comes from. Why Shabbos is so, so severe and so delicate. And we try to point out that therefore every beauty of the Beis HaMikdosh you have in Shabbos Kodesh. In the Beis HaMikdosh we have a Menorah, we have the nearest Shabbos. And it's so beautiful how precise the, the, the example is. Because in the Menorah there were two mitzvahs. Two mitzvahs that arise. There was a mitzvah of Hatovas Hanerahs and there's a mitzvah of Hadlokas Hanerahs. There's a mitzvah to prepare the Menorah and every morning the Koyin was a special avoidant that he used to cleanse, clean out the nair. The nair means the, the utensil that held the oil. Because the haloch is that nair shekova nidashna Hashem and nidashna hapsila. When the nair goes out, so all the little, the little oil that was left over and the psila becomes possible, it becomes, turns into ash, haloch, halachic wise. And it's possible you have to clean it out and put in fresh oil and a fresh wick. And this was a mitzvah called Hatovas Haneris. And this is the most the very important essential mitzvah in the Beis HaMikdush. Then there was a mitzvah of Hadlokas Haneris to kindle the lights of the Beis HaMikdush. And in Ne'er Shabbos we also have these two, these two mitzvahs. One is a minik that the husband is, makes Hatovas Haneris. It's a very big ingin. That the husband, he's the one who should shine the candlesticks. I shouldn't say it in public. But it's his job. And he's the one who's supposed to prepare the shemen or the candles. And she, it's her mitzvah to light the candles. Two mitzvahs. Hatova saneris and hatloka saneris. In Shabbos we find the mitzvah of rechitzas ponov yedayim v'raglayim. And in Beis Hamikdosh there was a special kior, special klishores. For ponov yedayim v'raglayim. Not ponov, but yedayim v'raglayim. In Shabbos we have Big Day Shabbos. And it's very interesting, the Gemara learns out Minayin, Shechiluf, Begodim, and Hatari. And the Gemara learns out from the Beis HaMikdosh. Upashat is Begodim, Velovash Begodim, Acherim. There was a very special Big Day Kuhun. Shabbos, this Big Day Shabbos, and the Beis HaMikdosh, this Big Day Kuhun. In Shabbos there's a Shulchan, Beis HaMikdosh has a Shulchan, a special Shulchan of Shabbos. In Shabbos, Kodesh, we have Shira, in the base of Mikdash, we have Shira. Our Shira of Shabbos isn't Stam's Miris. Mizmor Shira Liyem HaShabbos. Lechunin Ranan Ola Hashem. There's a special Avayda of Shira on Shabbos. Maybe later we'll explain a little bit why there's, there's Shira on Shabbos. But Shabbos is a special halacha of Shira. Of song. In the base of Mikdash, we have song. And 
I'm going over a lecture which usually takes around an hour and a half. I'm going putting into into short words and many other beautiful dimyoynos between Shabbos Kodesh and Beis Hamikdash. Because Shabbos Kodesh is a Beis Hamikdash. That's what Shabbos Kodesh is. Beis Hamikdash is a Beis Hashem. Beis Hamikdash is a Kavayochel, a place where Hakadosh Baruch Kavayochel was Kavayochel. We don't understand it, but in Munas Yisrael is that's a simple fact. Hakadosh Baruch was Shechin B'Toychenu, and when Shabbos Kodesh comes, then Kavayochel Hakadosh Baruch Shabbos Shmoish Hakadosh Baruch. In Beis Hamikdash is very interesting halacha that. I just wanted to, to give the, 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 the several highlights which are very, very, very enlightening on the Beis Hamikdash and on Shabbos. There was halach in the Beis Hamikdash that we all, we all know that the Koyanim and the Bailim and the Israelim each had his portion of korbonus. When someone brought a korban chatos or a korban osham or a korban shlamim, and the Koyan ate from the Bosar Kodesh. And the Gemara says, that this Basra Kodesh, this portion of meat that the Koyen received from the Beis HaMikdash, the Gemara expresses itself, Mishuchon This is something which halachically can never become his property. It cannot become his. If the Koyen will want to sell it to a different Koyen, it's not his to sell. It will never become his property. It won't become his money, his money. Because Mishulchan Gavoya Kazachin. The Beit Hamikdash was the home of Hashem. Just like if, if I come to visit your home, and really, it's a big shayla. But let's say I come to visit your home, and I'm in a hurry, and I sit down by the table, and you say, well, won't you have something to eat? And you give me a little portion, a little plate, some cake, and some cookies, and stuff. And I say, thank you very much, and I take the little stuff, and I put it in my pocket. I take a little plastic bag, and I, and I start walking out. She said, wait a second, I didn't give this to you as a present. I invited you to, to eat my home. So I said, well, you gave it to me. It's a big machlekes lahalacha, when I eat your home, am I eating your, your food, actually, or eating my own? By Samikdash, the Gemara says, Mishulchan Gavoya Kazach. When you ate in the Beis Hamikdash, you ate Hashem's food. You're eating on Hashem's table. It will never halachically be yours. And on Shabbos Kodesh, I'm not trying to introduce... That if you take a piece of uh, Shabbos Nikachalant and you sell it, it doesn't, it's not halachal to your mommy. But Shabbos Kodesh, we eat it when we eat a suda on Shabbos. Actually, who paid for the suda? Who paid for it? And Chazal tell us, Chazal tell us that, and Chazal tell us that there are two things in your budget that Hashem pays for. Hashem pays for your children's chinuch, the tuition, and Hashem pays for for Eichel of Shabbos. Now, why Hashem pays tuition is something very obvious. Hashem should pay tuition because He's the one who should pay for it. Because Chazal tell us, Now, all, uh, the Father Gemara says, gives the bones, that's uh, the bone part of the person. The mother gives the blood. Hashem gives the neshama. So, the bones need a clean sutka, they need a little suit. Who pays for it? Paki pays for it. Because, well, the bones are his. So he pays for the suit. 
And the blood needs food. Who pays for the blood? Who pays for the food? Mommy goes to the store and brings food. The Nisham is Hashem. Who has to pay for it? Hashem has to pay for it. He pays for it. It's pretty simple. That's his part. The Nisham is his and he pays for it. And the moon is Israel and he pays for it. If you take a private tutor for your child, Hashem will pay for it. That's the moon is Israel. And the same thing is true in Shabbos Kodesh. Our Shabbos Suda, if you go into, to what you call to the market, if you happen to like to face pistachio nuts, you can buy yourself four or five pounds of pistachios. The family will lead it up. Don't worry about it. It's on Hashem's Cheshbon. The halacha, there's halachas in Mishnah Brewer. If someone is actually absolutely can't afford it, then he, and, uh, he'll go into Gzela. So Mishnah Brewer says, when are you allowed? When aren't you allowed? But if, but if you're in a tight, little tight situation, Chazal tell us, splurge, because it's on, on my Cheshbon. Lovo alive ani perea, Hashem says. And it's something, obviously, obviously, it's, it's just, just legitimate, because it's your house, Hashem is Baruch. On Shabbos Kodesh, our home is yours. We are your koinim, we are your levim, we light your candles. It's your shulchan, and you pay for the food. And Hashem pays. Lovo alive ani perea. Shabbos Kodesh is based on Migdash. Every beauty, every capacity of Beis HaMikdash we have in Shabbos Kodesh. Now, <clears throat> I would like to today discuss a little in a deeper understanding what is really the dimyon? What is really the parallel between Shabbos Kodesh and Beis HaMikdash? Again, it's really not necessary because I mean, as I brought up before, there are many, there are many riots that Shabbos Kodesh has a very, very unique Shaykhus based on Mikdash. But I would like to put a little insight. What is a dimming between Shabbos Kodesh and Beis HaMikdash? Now, I would like to explain it in such a form, such a form with, with your permission. We know that Hashem's world is divided many times into very different, very, very different, that's called Olamis worlds, and that each one is very different from each other. For instance, we know there is an Olam Hazet, there is an Olam Haba. We know there is a Shamayim, and there is an Oretz. Kigovu Shamayim me Oretz. There's a vast difference between the Shamayim and the Oretz. What's going on in Shamayim is not what's going on in Oretz. This is something which everyone has a very simple realization. In Shamayim we'd say every morning, Hoid v'hod elefonov, Malochem is saying Shira. And Oretz is a completely different story. There is an Olam Hazer and an Olam Haba. Our world and a world to come. There's a vast difference between the today and the tomorrow we are waiting for. Beis Hashem, we all sitting here should be zeichet to see with our eyes when Mashiach will come, things will look very different. Things will look very different. Even according to the Rambam's Shita, things will be very, very different. Am Yisrael will be in a madrega of Nevi'im, which is a completely different capacity of understanding of happiness. It will be Yemaisa Mashiach, like Amami told us. I don't know if Amami told us the particulars in depth, but 
She gave us to understand that it will be a wonderful, wonderful situation. And one of the foundations of Judaism is to hope and to yearn for those great days that will come, Bezer Hashem, we hope very quickly. And there's a difference between these days and today. And the same is true with every two... The word world is a good word, but it, you know, it's, not, it's not so... We're not used to this word. But let us use this word. Every two conceptions, there's vast differences between them. Now one of the foundations of Yiddishkeit is that there is always a common denominator, something that attaches two worlds. Let me bring you a marshal. Our days and the days of Mashiach. Now what I'm going to say in the next three minutes is something which I don't take complete responsibility for. It's a theory, it's a mashava that I have. I understood it from Gedele Yisrael. I don't take complete responsibility. I just bring it as a mashal for the point I'm going to p- p- point out. Chazal tell us the last days before the Mashiach, last years, are called Ikvise de Mashiach. The heels of the Mashiach. Now, this is a mystery, these words. Shouldn't it be called Ikvise de Galusa? The heel? Of the Golas. The end, when the Golas is almost finished, and the Mashiach comes. I think it should be called either Ikvase the Galusa, or Reisha the Mashiach, or the beginning of the Mashiach. Now here you put the end of the Mashiach. Why, why use these words? And the answer is as follows. The Klal is, in the Hashem's creation, that when you want to attach two things, usually do it with a chain, with a link. Now this link has something very interesting about it. It links one point into the right, let's say you have two, two little circles that you have to attach together. So you bring the third link and you attach one, you go into his into his, um, how do I say it, territory, other half into his territory, and that's how you make the Wachimokov, the contact. You just don't attach them by paste. If you attach them by paste, it'll fall apart. There's no paste that can paste things together. And even paste also is that the capacity. Let's not go, let's go particulars because it's not our subject. Now let me tell you what I mean to say. Ikvase the Mashiach means the last days of the Golas will have in itself the Golas will go into the times of the Mashiach and the Mashiach will go into the times of the Golas. The last days of the Golas will have wonderful capacities of the days of the Mashiach because the light of the Mashiach will come into the Golas. The first days of the Mashiach will have in itself capacities of Golas. For instance, the Pasuk says way in the beginning of Tehillim, Lama Rogshu Goyim after Mashiach comes, the Goyim will get together to bring a war against Mashiach. We imagine the moment Mashiach comes, everything will be wonderful. The Golas and the depth of Golas will penetrate into the days of Mashiach. The beginning of the days of the Mashiach will still have problems of the Golas. 
But of course, then, Yoshev Bashamayim Yitzchok, of course Hashem is laughing at them because the days of Mashiach started. And it's, it, it, they, they won't be able to accomplish anything. In other words, the Golas will penetrate into the Mashiach. And the same is true, the days of the Mashiach penetrate into the Golas. I think we can see it in the end of generations that we are today. We see wonders and miracles which we can relate only to Mashiach. If I can mention one of them, the Tshuva movement of our generation. This is a miracle of miracles. I think many of us know about it. Rav Talbot talks about it a lot. Bezer Shem, these few days you'll hear a lot about it. More than I know because he is very... Can I order? He is one of... I think I think I can say with all responsibility. One of the, the Amudim of the true movement of our generation. Mamish, one of the foundations I can't describe to what extent you could ever imagine. Much more than any of you could imagine. But the whole idea that hundreds and thousands of people Hundreds of thousands, hundreds and thousands of people that were in 50 Sharei Tumen on every depth that could be imagined. Chil Shabbos, Kfire, anything you want. And many of them are today, and I'm saying with complete responsibility, G'dayle Yisrael. This is a miracle of Mashiach's days. And the answer is yes. Because the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu unites two worlds is that each world penetrates within the other. The days of Golas will penetrate into the Mashiach and the Mashiach will penetrate into the Golas. That's how Hashem works His world. That when you tie two, two together, there is a chain reaction. In other words, each one penetrates within the other. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates His world in this way that every two concepts... Every two concepts that you have, if you want to attach them, that each one sends his messenger with, to penetrate within the other. Now, if we want to discuss what is Beis HaMikdosh, what in the, in the deep understanding, what is Beis HaMikdosh? And the answer is as follows. There is a Shamayim and there is a Oretz. Our world is an earthly world. The Shamayim, the Shamayim is a world of Kedushin. Malochim, Srofim, Oifanim. There's an unbelievable amount of, 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 of Avoidah going on in Shamayim. Unbelievable is not the world, excuse me. Just, you know, I'm, talk, I'm talking, my, my English is just, uh, I don't know what to say, so I said the wrong word. But Shamayim is Shamayim. Yankafavinu saw when he was the one who saw Beis Amigdash, he saw Beis Amigdash as a ladder. He knew there was a sulam, mutzav arza, v'reishayish magiyah shamayim. There is a ladder which attaches shamayim to oritz. This ladder has one part of it in shamayim and one part of it in oritz, and this attaches these two creations, and that is Beis Amigdash. Beis Amigdash is a penetration of Shamayim in our world. That is what Beis Hamikdash actually is. Beis Hamikdash is a little corner in our earthly world that you have in it all the capacities and all the beauties of Shamayim. And to the extent, to the extent that 
Beis HaMikdash Chazal tell us extremely beautiful descriptions of Beis HaMikdash extremely beautiful descriptions of Beis HaMikdash we find the Beis HaMikdash place for Malachim Chazal tell us Malachim Srofim Aifanim where they say Ayei Mekoyim Kvoidoi Ayei Mekoyim Kvoidoi and they say Kvoidoi Molei Oretz Kvoidoi Molei Oilam Hashem is Kaviyochim the Beis HaMikdash in Beis HaMikdash it was a Kodesh HaKadoshim it's not our time to discuss it Kodesh HaKadoshim the expression of Kodesh HaKadoshim Chazal tell us V'chol Odom lo yeh bo'el moyet even a Malach there were no Malach in the Kodesh HaKadoshim the capacity of Kedusha was Kaviyochim Hashem Yisbarach just and the Kohen God also wasn't there that's not to discuss the, the particulars there was a Kodesh HaKadoshim there was all the beauties of Shemaim Avachari HaPargut Same Rabbi Sai is true with Shabbos Kodesh. There is a world of Kedusha. In this world of Kedusha, Hoid Vahodar Lefanov, Oiz Vahedva Bimakoimoy. We are simple Bosavadam. We are flesh and blood. We cannot live with Kedusha. We live in Chulin. We eat bread. We eat meat. We do the mitzvahs we can. But we live, we don't live in Kedusha. Malachim live in Kedusha. Now by simple definition, there is a, a big difference. In other words, there is a breach between Kedusha, the life that Malachim live in, in, in Kedusha, the life of Olam Haba, and our Chulin. There is a chain, there is a link that penetrates our world with Kedusha, with its greatness, its eternity. And this is Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos Kodesh is a tzinor. Shabbos Kodesh is, is like a, 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 a link of Kedusha within our lives. That this is what attaches us to all Kedushas, to all greatness, to all eternity, to all Nitzchis. That's what Shabbos Kodesh actually is. A person who is severed from Shabbos is actually severed from Hashem. Because the link that attaches these two worlds, the world of, of, of Hashem Yisbarach, and our world of Chulim, in the simple creation is Shabbos. And that is why Shabbos is the only mitzvah which we find almost in Sheshis and All mitzvahs were given in Har Sinai. Shabbos, actually Shabbos was given in Sheshis and because this is part of creation. When Hashem created His world, He created a heaven and an earth. Bereshis, bara Elohim, Esashamayim, Esaoretz. The heaven is heaven. Shem doesn't describe what greatness lies in heaven. The world of the king describes it. The ha'aretz ho'i says, Sohu v'avoyu, v'choshach al-pnei sahoyim. And the world is Sohu v'avoyu. We live in a world which is absolutely Tohu v'avoyu. And there is a choshach and there is a tohoyim. The tohoyim is endless, Chazal tell us. The depth that a person could fall, as we know in our generation. V'roich elokim rachefos al-pnei But there is something that attaches these two worlds 
that holds them together and that has a way of attaching the Shemayim to the Oretz. And Chazal tell us this is the Beis Hamikdash in those days and this is Shabbos Kodesh in our days. When a person has Shabbos Kodesh, then, the, the, then he is not disattached from Hashem. Rachman al Shabbos is a good. Because a Mechal Shabbos, by simple definition, he lives in this world. And this world is chulim. Shabbos Kodesh is the sulam, is the ladder, is the link that links us with Hashem. And that is based on Migdosh. And therefore, as we had started at the beginning, Shabbos is so severe because that thin lifeline, that thin vein that attaches the person to his heart, if you severe that, then, then there's no life. Rahman al-Islam breaks a hand or breaks a foot. It's not fatal. But Shabbos Kodesh is the vein of life. The vein of life between Hashem Yisbarach and His world. As long as Shabbos Kodesh is living and pumping and in existence, we are living. The moment Chas V'sholem, a person severes this lifeline, and it's very, very delicate, then he has no life. Because that's what Shabbos Kodesh is. Shabbos Kodesh, and that's why Shabbos Kodesh is so different than all other mitzvahs. On Shabbos Kodesh, since Shabbos Kodesh is the world to come in our world, therefore Shabbos Kodesh has such beautiful capacities in the order that it has. Because all the mitzvahs that we do, tzitzis, tefillin, mezuzah, every mitzvah is in our world. Shabbos Kodesh is Elam Hab. It's, it's, it's the... the it's Elam Haba in our world. It's the Iqvus of the Mashiach. It's the line. It's the link. And therefore in Shabbos Kodesh, we live in Beis HaMikdash. Just like when someone is Beis HaMikdash, everything he did, even his, his bodily, what he did, was everything was Kedusha. He ate Mishulchan Gavoyah Kazachu. What he drank, what he ate was, 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 was Kedusha. Everything he did was avoid. Because Shabbos Kodesh is not a mitzvah like other mitzvahs. It's not a mitzvah, you do something in our world, you get schar. Shabbos Kodesh is actually, it's a different type of life. And therefore, Shabbos Kodesh is a day, as I had said before, it's such a mystery, because Shabbos Kodesh has in its both capacities, the link goes back and forth. Mitzad Echod, excuse my expression, there is no mitzvah, in our Torah, which can be so emptied of, of Kedush and Shabbos Kodesh. For many of us, that we keep Shabbos, the emptiest day of our life can be Shabbos. For B'nai Torah especially, many times the B'nai Torah goes to the curl every morning, sits and learns for hours. It comes together, Shabbos, it can be a day of vastness, of absolute emptiness. Comes the Shabbos, you're tired, you come home. If Khalida something wasn't prepared, you have a shtickle fight in the house, the Shabbos girl is just busted, just blasted away. And it could be a day of emptiness, it could be a day of void, it could be a day of just plain nothing. 
you go to visit the Shmeri, you go to visit the Zos, the day goes by, you, you sleep a couple of hours, you get a business child, the day can go by with absolutely nothing. Usually a mitzvah, when it comes to gain a little saint, comes to gain a, 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 a Rosh Hashanah, comes to gain a Shavuiz, or you put on tefillin, you put on, whatchamacallit, you go to the shul. When you're doing a mitzvah, by nature, it's full with Kedusha. Shabbos Kodesh is the only mitzvah that by nature, if you just want to keep Shabbos, it can be a day with just plain emptiness. Of course, there's a lot of Kedusha by nature by just the fact that being Mechal Shabbos. But many of us, Davin, I don't, I don't want to talk to them this notion, I don't know how, how, how it works but, works, but I know by the men, poof, sometimes the lowest day is Shabbos. The lowest day is Shabbos. And the reason for it is, this is, this is, this is a very deep reason for it. Because Shabbos Kodesh has a whatchamacallit. Shabbos Kodesh is a link. Mitzad Echad, Shabbos Kodesh is an earthly day. Shabbos Kodesh was, was one of the, the world was created in seven days. It's Shabbos Yemei HaMaisa. On the first day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the heaven and earth. Second day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made the division of heaven and earth. The third day, the, 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 the flowers and, and, and the, the paris. The fourth day, the Mo'eris. The fifth day, what Hashem created on Shabbos? Nothing. Just nothing. Shabbos created without any capacity. It's an empty day. Menucha. An empty day. What is Menucha? Menucha is if you, if you get from the Kedusha, then you fill it with, and if not, it's just an empty day. It can be an absolute empty day. When you go out to work, you're doing for Hashem. You bring Parnassah for your children. A woman goes out and teaches. She's doing Kedusha. A man goes out in Cheder. He's a Rebbe in Cheder. He's going to the Kail. Six days are days of quality. Shabbos is the only day that by simple definition, it's a day of voidness. Excuse the expression, Shabbos, I would call it You don't work, you don't learn, you don't build the world. Simple as that. That's what Shabbos is. If you fill it with Kedusha, it's the greatest and the most beautiful. If you leave it void, it's void, absolutely void. And in our generations, I think we can say, maybe the day we have least, the mitzvah we have, the least appreciation is for Shabbos Kodesh. We told our, our ancestors, Shabbos Kodesh. Everything looked different than Shabbos. When you looked at, you looked, you looked, you looked at, 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 a, at, a, at, a, at a, a cat running by, everything was Shabbistic. Chazal tell us that, that the rivers keep Shabbos. The Gehenim keeps Shabbos. The Shemayim keeps Shabbos. Mizmar Shir Yom Shabbos. All the world sings Shabbos. Shabbos could be a day that everything, everything is Shabbos. It's a day with, that we live with Hashem. But it has in this, these two faces. It can be a day of absolute Kedusha. It can be a day of emptiness, Shabbat emptiness. And what a terrible pity is for us that especially in our generations, we lost our feeling, our, the greatness of Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos Kodesh is the Mayon. This is the connection. This is the fountain of all brachas. 
if we will indulge our, ourselves to appreciate this mayon, there is nothing you can't get through Shabbos. <laughs> I remember I once saw Shabbos Kodesh and no mitzvah, no other mitzvah. The mitzvah of Kabbalah's Shabbos. The receiving of Shabbos. There's a very special halacha of Kabbalah's Shabbos. The Briskorov says it, that we learn Kabbalah's Shabbos from Har Sinai, that there was halacha of Kabbalah's Pnei Hashchina. When Shabbos comes, just like when a very wonderful guest comes to our homes, there's a special halacha of how to receive a guest. And the Briskorov says it in the Posik. HaKadosh Baruch Hu told the Jewish people HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu actually in the beginning Hini bo alecha ba'av ha'onon Bavu yishma ha'on bedabri imoch I will come to you and the nation will hear as I will talk to you And the Torah says Vayoshov Moshe es divrei ha'om el Hashem And Chazal tell us what did Moshe Rabbeinu what did people tell Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe, I will come to you and I will speak to you and you will tell them the Torah. And Amisiel says, no. Ritzayneinu liroiz es malkeinu. We want to receive Hashem. Ritzayneinu liroiz es malkeinu. And then Hashem said right afterwards, it says in Pasuk, Lechel ha'om v'kidashta. Go to the people and prepare them. V'chibsu sim loisam. And they should cleanse their clothes. They should be prepared for the third day. And there are three halachas that became nishadish here when Am Yisrael told Hashem, we want to receive Hashem. We want to see Ritzernei Leroy says Malkeinu. The first halacha is, if you want to receive Hashem, you want to see Kavayochal Hashem, there's halacha of Kibsu Simloisam. They have to come with clean clothes. They have to be pure. The second halacha is, that when Hashem comes, they should be prepared. They shouldn't be busy. Just like when a guest comes, when a great king comes, today we don't have usually this every day, but everyone is waiting, prepared. No one is busy. And the third halacha was, Moshe on the cross and these three halachas you also have in Shabbos Kodesh. Because Shabbos is Kabbalah's Pnei Hashchim. The first halacha is Chibsu Simloisam. The receiving of Shabbos has to be with beautiful clothes. Big day Shabbos. And this is halacha many of us don't know. Many of us think that it's halacha of Shabbos. On Shabbos you have to have nice clothes. Really it's a special halacha not only in Shabbos but in Kabbalah's Shabbos. In Kabbalah Shabbos. Many times a woman at home, the men, but they are Clara and Shul. Many times a woman at home, she puts on a, a robe, the bench licht, and at night the Shabbos to the, she's wearing her, her beautiful clothes. That's not lahaloch. And the receiving of Shabbos. When Shabbos comes, that's the time to receive the chibsu simloisa. And the receiving of Shabbos, a person is supposed to be in his most beautiful attire. It's haloch in Kabbalah Shabbos. The second haloch is. And the Gemara says in Hilchah Shabbos, the Gemara says that it's a mitzvah, you're permitted to run on Erev Shabbos. 
And learning on Arab Shabbos, we think it's not the Mechal Shabbos. You shouldn't chasm Mechal Shabbos. It's an absolute mistake. No one's going to Mechal Shabbos. Every good Jew, the moment he sees his watch, it's too late, he'll throw everything away. But the Gemara says, Rama says, Shiloyikones Shabbos Vuhu Einoiponu. Shabbos should come in, you should not be busy. Those last minute preparations are negat halacha. When Shabbos comes, you're supposed to wait for Shabbos. Finish Erev Shabbos early. When Shabbos comes, don't be busy. Greet Shabbos. Wait for Shabbos. Like imagine Zaydi Babi calling for Shabbos. Ring the bell. Walking to come in. And they hear the mommy from the kitchen. Hi, Tat. Come in and sit, take that, make yourself comfortable. We'll see you tonight by the suit. You don't do that. When mommy, daddy comes, you go over and you say hello. You macabre upon him. You stop everything. You're not busy. When Shabbos Kodesh comes, we're not supposed to be busy. We're supposed to wait for Shabbos Kodesh. And that's why it's a minute Yisrael. It's very interesting. I don't know what exact the mocker is. It's a minute Yisrael that when Shabbos comes in, many people say Shir Hashir. It's not a halacha. It's not a mitzvah. It's not a din. It's a minute. I think maybe the Shir Hashirim is... It's also a marshal when you makabal upon him somebody. When someone comes to your house, your father, mommy comes to the house, you give a kiss. The moment the retichel of, of, of the hello, the first hello, shalom aleichem, you give a kiss. When Shabbos comes to the Jewish people, yishal kenim and This is a kiss to Hashem. HaKadosh Baruch comes to our homes. Transfers our homes into Beis HaMikdash. Transfers us into Kohenim Televim. And HaKadosh Baruch it's an ashiki between Shemayim Va'aretz. It's a kiss, it's an attachment between Shemayim Va'aretz. Everything transforms into a different world. This is a link between a different world completely. It's a world of Kedusha, it's a Beis HaMikdash. Our food turns into Shulchan Gavoya. Our Menorah turns into a Menorah of Beis HaMikdash. Our clothes turn into Big Day Kuruna. It's, it's a kiss between, between two worlds. It's an attachment. It's an attachment between two worlds. And this, the moment that this, we have to create this is with the Kabbalah Shabbos. Sometimes maybe, I wonder, maybe one of the reasons why we don't feel Shabbos is because we don't know how to receive Shabbos. You know, I could imagine myself if I'd come to this, my, my, my parents would come to my house and they'd get a welcome, the Shabbos gets from me, they'd go around and go, go to someone else. They get such a Shalom Aleichem. The Shalom Aleichem that we have to give to Shabbos is one of the very special halachas of Shabbos. And then what is the mitzvah of Shabbos? What do we do on all Shabbos? How do we create the greatness of Shabbos? And the answer is, Shabbos is not something which we create. We have to create tzitzis, we have to create tefillin, we have to create the mezuzah, we have to create a Pesach and a Shavuos and a Sukkot, all mitzvahs we have to create, besides Shabbos. Shabbos is Hashem's Kedusha to us. Shabbos is a kiss from Hashem. What do we do on Shabbos? Zohar v'syoyim ha-Shabbos. Remember that it's Shabbos. Just don't forget that it's Shabbos. Just keep in your mind that now it's Shabbos Kodesh. Shomar v'syoyim ha-Shabbos. Be careful not to destroy the Shabbos. When a person remembers that it's Shabbos, these 24 wonderful hours, remember that today, now, now everything is different. You're home, you're in the Beis Hamikdash now. HaKadosh Baruch is with you. You're eating on Shulchan Gavoya. 
you're a guest in someone else's table. On a Shabbos table, you know, everyone, when we're a guest, we're so good. <laughs> when I'm a guest in someone's house, I'm a malach. You're a guest on Shabbos. You're a guest. We're a guest in Hashem's house. Remember that this is Shabbos. Receive the Shabbos. Remember the Shabbos. The greatness of Shabbos, Hashem will give, will, will, that, that's His part. It's in the Shikha B'Shemayim V'Aretz. We have to be on the receiving line, remembering that it's Shabbos, waiting for the Shabbos, enjoying the Shabbos, hoping for the Shabbos. If we'll do this, Hashem and His part will fill us with Shabbos. We'll all of a sudden feel a Kedusha's Shabbos. Everything will be different. It's not something which we can generate B'Chlau. We have to keep the Shabbos, we have to remember the Shabbos. When, a, when a someone during the Shabbos gets bored, takes out something to read, besides the fact it's Neged Halacha, goes out for a walk and talks Narash Kite, it's destroying the Shabbos. It's not an Aver. It's not an Aver. But Shabbos is, has to be cherished. Shabbos has to be remembered. Hashem will fill us with Shabbos. Shabbos is not a day to be bored. We have Baruch Hashem, our Torah. In the beginning it's hard. Sometimes, especially in the summer days, you have six hours in the afternoon, you can go Meshigit. Remember that it's Shabbos. And then you, get, you acquire a taste for Shabbos. Just like the food of Shabbos is different, the Torah of Shabbos is different, the Tilim of Shabbos is different. Everything, everything we do on Shabbos is different. This is the Yenishakeinim and Yenishikos Piyu. Shabbos is the kiss of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to us. It's, it's two worlds. It's Hashem's world. Once we acquire Shabbos, everything, all our life changes. Because once you get this pipe, once you open this fountain, Shabbos pumps blood into all the six days. Shabbos is a fountain of brachas. All brachas come from Shabbos. Everything we need, everything, everything a person needs, can get it through Shabbos. Shabbos is me'en ha-brachas. I will finish here because the should help us. We should be zeichel to Kedusha Shabbos.